This is Minutia Men with Rick and Dave. Spoiled YouTube stars. An Anthony Weiner trivia quiz. <laughs> it's just funny saying that. A 12-year-old who likes dead mice. Ridiculously geeky historical Cubs minutia. And Rick's brush with Bob Newhart. All that plus unlimited tangents because we can't help ourselves on this week's Minutia Men. That is coming up right now. The following is a Tony Lasano podcast. An Opie production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. This is Minutia Man with Rick and Dave. Hey, that's us. That's uh, Rick Kempfer and Dave Stern. I'm the Rick portion of the program. I'd be Dave. You, hey, you would be. Hey, uh, Rick. Hey, how are you? You know, I think people should know uh, a little bit about us uh, before we continue on, and that is, yes, we are experts in minutia. I, th- I think that's a fair thing to say, don't you think? We're we we're not we're not yeah we're minutia meisters we're enthusiasts uh, we, we, okay we just love it we just love minutia but we also have real jobs we are uh, the publishers of Eckhart's Press and also Chicago Author Solutions if you want to find us uh, out on the uh, the World Wide Web that's where we are. But Dave, I think uh, it's time for some minutia, and you have uh, you have some good stuff for us this week. What do you got? Have you did you hear about this couple from Arizona? It's it's pretty. You probably have heard about it. I have, yes. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, and and most of our listeners probably have heard about this too. If you live in Chicago, certainly it's been a pretty big uh, sticky story. Um, <laughs> but uh, we're talking about I, I would, Brianna and Jalen, right? Aren't those names? I mean, it, Brianna and Jalen. I hate these freaking people before I even look at. Right? I would. Aren't they the worst freaking names? Don't don't those names yeah. just exude hate? Well, yeah, it makes it easier. Let's be honest. It makes um, it easier to hate them. But so this couple, young couple, good-looking couple. Did you see a picture of them? Yeah, they're not just young, Dave. They're they're ridiculously young. I mean, right? They are. They're eighteen, I believe, and they're uh, married. Yes, they're married and they're about as white as you can possibly get. Wouldn't That's you say? True. Yeah. Uh, so this lovely couple, I guess they're YouTube stars or they're YouTube, I don't know, performers or whatever. I, I think not... they are YouTube stars. I, I, um, I think Brianna is a what they call a beauty vlogger. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, it's probably pulling down like seven times what we're pulling down. <laughs> I know. Exactly. Uh, see, Obviously, right, so, they're married. They're looking for houses in Chicago. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm jumping on your story. You finish the story. No, no, no. You know better. No, no, no. Go I'm ahead. sorry. No, go, I, go I'm ahead. backing off. I'm officially. See, can you so, hear me now? I'm, this is how far <laughs> back off I am right now. You're in Palatine right now. <laughs> so evidently, well, it's not evidently. It's exactly Brianna and Jalen. They moved to Chicago. This is a young couple, and they're video bloggers or YouTubers. And what they and they chronicle, I guess what these kids do and these YouTube people, they chronicle every part of their lives. Minutia, if you will. Correct? Yeah, except I mean, minutia about things that nobody cares about. Uh, so they came, to, uh, they came to Chicago. They got an apartment in the um, Edgewater neighborhood. Rough neighborhood. Uh, Rick, that's where I'm from, and you mock you mock my. That's inner the city inner roots. city. <laughs> yeah, right. you mock my roots. So they, I mean, literally blocks from where I grew up. Uh, they got an apartment. They went to IKEA, Rick. 
they they they, mm-hmm. they drove from here to Schaumburg, is it Schaumburg, and came back with with IKEA. They're they're putting their apartment together. They're so excited. They're in the big city, and then they decide, hey, let's go out to the Chipotle down the street. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. sounds sounds fair enough, right? Sounds sure. sounds like fun. And Jalen's uh, Jalen, the male, um, who by the way has a head of hair that is just outstanding for now. Good, good point. Good point. We could only hope that he will have gut-wrenching pain in 12 to 15 years. Um, And he decided, let's let's take the red line. I hear great things about this tram thing they have, this 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 (laughs) elevator trammy thing. It's very cool. I've heard great things about it. Let's go. Let's go to the red line. Let's get on the Loyola stop or I'm sorry. Let's go to the Granville stop. And then we let's go to Loyola. It is about a minute and a half. Uh, ride. What could possibly happen? You've taken the CTA in the middle of the afternoon. What's going to happen? Uh, nothing. Right. So they go up the stairs, and I guess a crazy person was on the platform. Okay. Um, and they obviously don't know how to handle crazy people. Wait a minute. A crazy person on the L platform? Right, right, right. He was just a guy. He's kind of, a, you know, a little off, you know. So he starts asking them questions, you know, what's your name? You know, uh, uh, do you know if there's any police around here? I mean, questions like this. And Jalen decides to engage with the crazy person. <laughs> Which is mistake number one. <laughs> right, right, right. So uh, he engages with the crazy person. And evidently, uh, Brianna was uncomfortable with the situation. So she, like, tugged on uh, Jalen's sh- perfect polo shirt have you seen his shirt it's like the you know he's perfectly white and his shirt is perfectly white and he says you know what i'm, I'm uncomfortable honey let's go downstairs i saw a subway down there we'll just eat at the subway and everything will be fine so they go down so they so they go out they probably paid their 225 to get in so it's five they're already into it for throwing five money bucks. away <laughs> right exactly five bucks they go to the, the the subway and they um you know are feeling a little better and a little safer and crazy guy is following them Okay, that's what crazy guys do. So Jalen does whatever anybody would do is calls the police, calls nine one one. So Jalen calls nine one one, and they say, "All right, or okay, you know, we'll be there any minute." By the way, what's your name, Jalen? Yeah, okay, yeah. priority number one. I'm sure. Right, exactly. Okay, it's Edgewater, crazy guy. Okay, yeah, we'll be right there. Right, exactly. It's Chicago. Nothing going on here. Yeah, you're at the subway. So. Um, so right. you're crazy. at a subway restaurant <laughs> surrounded by other humans. Right, exactly. Right. Oh my god, you're in <laughs> you're in desperate danger right now. So so Jalen evidently was not happy with the nine one one response, so he goes, We gotta call an Uber. So he calls an Uber and the Uber will be there in like three minutes. Well, evidently crazy guy followed them into the subway. Or I don't know that he was outside of the subway looking in and freaked out this young couple from Arizona. So Jalen does what anybody should be doing. He goes out there and engages again with yeah. the guy. Mm-hmm. Right. And they get into a kerfuffle, you know, uh, and evidently Jalen gets punched in the face. Yeah. OK. Now, Jalen has a punchable face. He, he really does. Right. So, you know, I'm on the side of the crazy guy at this point. Yeah. So. Uh, so long story short, the Uber guy comes in. They run into the Uber car. Uh, Jalen loses his shoe in the process, and 
and Brianna picks it up and, and refers to herself in this video. And the reason I know all this is that they posted a, video, a YouTube video about their horrible experience. I watched, I watched the video. Yeah. So she called herself a baller. Yeah. So you're like, okay, so she, I'm such a baller. I picked up the shoe as I jumped into the Uber. It's well, very much like, uh, you know, a Vietnam vet pulling his buddy off the battlefield. Right. It's almost right. exactly the right. same level. Exactly. So they get into the Uber. They, 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 they get their, they drive to their apartment in Edgewater or whatever it is. Uh, it, it had to have been a two block drive. I mean, nothing. And then they pack up all their belongings and they drive back to Arizona that night. Right. Because, okay. of course, it's a scary city. Right. So when they so that when they get to the so that when they get to Arizona, presumably their aunt's house or their parents house or whoever it is, they decide, well, what should we do? Let's broadcast this to the world and do a video on it. So they do, like you said, you you saw the video. It's a 15 minute video, and they and they retell retell this entire story. And I don't know if you noticed this, Brianna. Yeah. She does the she does the quotes in the air a lot. Did you notice that? Yeah. I I just I just knew I was watching a a a young rich girl. That's <laughs> yeah, that's all exactly. I knew. Exactly. So they tell this entire story. It gets out. You know, I guess they have 20,000 fans. Obviously, it's going to get out. And Chicagoans have picked up on the story, obviously. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And they're getting mocked, Rick. The youngsters are? <laughs> yeah, they, the poor youngsters from Arizona. They're getting a little bit mocked. You know, my uh, favorite part of the video, I, uh, at one point, the crazy guy asked Jalen, what do you do for a living? And he said, you know, I thought about it um, and I thought, you know what, I'm not going to tell him that I, I'm a real estate, I'm starting a real estate flipping business and that uh, we're YouTube stars. I think I'll just tell him that I'm a student at Loyola University. What, 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 that is my favorite moment. Yeah. yeah. Crafty. That Jalen is crafty. He is. Uh, now, my favorite part of the story, not only is it, fa- oh, whoa, oh, I'm getting a uh, little feedback here. Let me turn it on. Uh, my... Uh, I was telling you this before we went on the air. All of a sudden, videos just play in my headphones for some reason. But that's not no no neither here nor here. Anyways, so Jalen, um, oh, so they do this video, gets out. Chicago, you know, Chicago is mocking them, and then there's a comedian that lives in Edgewater, and he has invented and created a walking tour. Of the escape route that the YouTube couple <laughs> took out of Chicago. And you get to see all the hotspots, Rick. You see the CVS. You see the Granville L-Stop. You see the subway. Um, and 4, you see 000- the $900,000 homes. <laughs> right, right, right. And the yoga studios. And I believe there's an Ann Sather's there, you know. Uh, so they uh, 4,000 people. city. Such a scary city. Four thousand people have signed up for the for the event, the walking tour, um, and so Brianna and Jalen, rather than just let the story die, right? right. You know, right. okay, you know what? We made a mistake. We're young. They decided to make another video about how they're upset about this walking tour. Yeah. Did you Did you see this video? No, I did not see that one. <laughs> so now they're getting totally mocked. For that. And they're doing these videos. Well, the, the, the video, the first video that they did 
said that they're now homeless. That was their thing. That was the title on the YouTube thing. You know, we're homeless now. Here's why. It was in a million-dollar home that they were doing this video. <laughs> in Arizona. <laughs> yeah, exactly. With the granite tops and their perfectly, you know, quaffed Stainless hair steel uh, yeah, appliances. Right. right. So uh, so that, to me, this is, this is wonderful that – I, I just love Chicago, and I love the way that we're ripping into these people. You know, and, the, the date of the walk <clears throat> is going to be a problem for me. Yeah. Because it's uh, Tuesday, September 6th, right? That is That could be around the same time as a German comedian Paco Earhart's appearance at the Dunkhaus, which is just a little bit north of there. Wait, 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 wait. Did you say German comedian? That's right. He's kind of like the Jackie Robinson of Germany. <laughs> he broke. He broke the German he, color barrier. He didn't broke. He? The, he broke the comedy barrier. <laughs> okay, good. I, I got to tell you about this guy because it actually it is the same night. His name is Paco Erhard, and his whole bit is he's he's got a five step guide to being German, and he is apparently, according to his publicity material, he sold out comedy festivals in Great Britain, Canada, and Australia. And uh, he, his goal is to set the record straight about his charming, crazy mishap of a country. Exploring the reality behind the stereotypes, the award-winning German comedian Paco Erhard delivers extremely clever analysis of the modern German psyche that is side-splittingly funny and violently politically incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> Violent, definitely true. Um, when does the show start? Because when he says it starts at 8, it's going to start at 8. It starts at 7, promptly. Okay, right, right. The doors right. open at 6. <laughs> right. And you know if you walk in at 7.07, he is going to open up a can of strudel on your ass that you've never seen. We have to go to this. Uh, it's next Tuesday? Yeah. Let me check with the old lady. We got to go. Uh, let, me ch- let me check with her. I would, uh, yeah. I mean, uh, I think I could do it. I've got nothing, and then we can grab a meal at the uh, at the uh, the Brow House. Exactly. Um, do they have gluten free sausages there? Um, I think. Is or there also, gluten? Is there gluten yeah. in sausages? I think I, I, I think I'm, I'm I think I'm okay. Just the word sausage. I think so. Speaking we'll of to- sausage, I've got some. <laughs> I've got some. I've got some minutiae for you. Sure, sure. I have uh, prepared for you an Anthony Weiner uh, trivia <laughs> quiz. <laughs> wow, that was a segue. That I know that you wrote the book on radio producing, <laughs> but you you couldn't possibly have have have, have tele, uh, telegraphed this segue. Very nice work. Uh, now you've been following the Anthony Weiner story. I know that. He has O.J. Simpson syndrome that you get out, you know, you, you get through one problem and you decide, hey, I'm just going to do it again and do something stupid again. <laughs> I mean, uh, this guy yeah. is, you know, I, this is the way I look at it. He is a he's a very short man. Yeah. OK. He uh, is kind of got a whiny voice. Like mm-hmm. talk kind of talks like this. Yeah. Um, but he works out like crazy. He's got a, a, a really, he's got quite a physique, believe mm-hmm. it or not, because I've seen <laughs> I've seen it in the sex that he sends <laughs> yeah, to people. Yeah, sure. And he's got a giant guy down there. Yeah. Uh, he's, yeah, okay. So, he's, you know, he's thinking to himself, hey, everyone's ma- making fun of me and, you know, mocking me, but, I, you know, I've got something to show. I, I've I got, got some game here. <laughs> right. Right. 
Um, I, that's the only explanation I can think of because otherwise the guy is a complete moron. Right. And he's married to whom uh, uh, a chief of staff. Yeah. yeah. Who is a very accomplished, attractive woman, you know. Um, so imagine yes. her. She's waking. She, they live I in know. New York. She wakes up and she sees the front page of the New York Post, which has got a sexting picture of her husband. And the headline is, Pop Goes the Wiener. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I know, and, uh, and you know the New York Post does not hold back. They no. do, and I actually there's a part of this that I've got to read to you because it's pretty funny. Um, so Anthony uh, was sending this woman sext and saying that uh, he was fantasizing her about uh, fantasizing about her, and said that uh, he I did not sleep well, horny as f dash dash k. He wrote. <laughs> When she suggested that was a disease, he wrote back, you are a carrier. He even confessed to masturbating while thinking about her, calling her literally a fantasy chick. And I mean literally. So you know how I got to sleep last night, he wrote, adding a demon purple emoji. (laughs) The masturbation. After she sent sent him a cartoon image of a pump bottle of hand lotion and a box of tissues. (laughs) And then... He sent it, he sent her a homemade text and emoji image of an ejaculating penis. You could make your own. I, I had no <laughs> idea you could do that. So he's an artist. He's so he's he's also a graphic designer. Apparently so. All right. Um, so anyway, I've got a uh, Anthony Weiner trivia because this is called Minutia, man. So I've got Minutia for you. Okay, hold up, Anthony. Before Wiener. you before you start, yeah. I love how he. He's he's talking dirty and he's doing all these kind of you know certainly left of center things, but he can't write the word the f word. I know he, he has to put the little asterisks <laughs> in there because I don't want to get dirty. That's such a good point. <laughs> uh, okay. I'm sorry. To all right, so here's a, here's the first uh, trivia question for you about Anthony Weiner. Who offered Anthony Weiner a job after his first sexting incident in 2011? Right. Because he really was offered as a legitimate job. Okay. Was it A, Larry Flint, B, Silvio Berlusconi, C, Warren Beatty, or D, Brett Favre? Right. You know, the the Brett Favre thing, I'm not sure Brett Favre even reads the news. (laughs) So I'm going to say no, Brett Favre. That's correct. Uh, uh, Who was it? Was Ned Beatty or Warren Beatty? Warren Beatty. Because Ned Beatty, I would have said yes, but Warren yeah. Beatty, no. Okay. Um, Silvio Berlusconi or Larry Flint? Larry Flint. Larry Flint is correct. He sent him a uh, letter uh, saying, after having learned of your sudden and compelled resignation from your congressional post, <laughs> I'd like to make you an offer of employment at Flint Management Group in our internet group. This offer mm. is not made in jest. I'm willing to pay 20% more than your former congressional salary, ensuring that your medical benefits would be equal to what you're previously receiving. And that ungrateful bastard turned down the job. <laughs> right. All right. Who who officiated the wedding of Huma Abedin and, and Wiener in 2010? You know what? I know this is Bill Clinton because I read about it. Okay. Doug on it. All right. All right what, was, what was his code name when he was sexting on Twitter? Was it A, Phil McCracken? <laughs> B Carlos Danger or C Hugh Jorgen Hugh Jorgen 
No, it was Carlos Danger. <laughs> that, was, that was really a, hey, you don't watch John Oliver. He used to do a whole bit about it. I, 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 he's actually brilliant. I've been watching Oliver on the lately the last two months ago. He's he's fantastic. I agree totally. Um, all right, so now this is the last one. This last one is inspired by the fact that the guy's name is Wiener. Okay, yeah, right. and maybe he feels compelled that he has to share. Because his name is Wiener, right? Right. So it's he's got to constantly friend. show people his Wiener. Um, so this is that. This is the question: Which of the following people never felt compared to share photos of their private areas, despite having a name that sounds like they should? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Was it A. Tim Allen Dick? That's that's Tim Allen, the comedian's real name. Tim oh, Allen really? Dick. Pete Lecoq, <laughs> former Chicago Cub. Peter she- Marshall's stepson. Jim Schwantz, former Chicago Bear. Dick Trickle. Who's Dick He's Trickle? He's a, is a NASCAR driver or a, <laughs> a race car driver. Channel 5 news anchor Dick Johnson. <laughs> former Cub pitching coach Dick Pohl. Yeah, sure. Uh, former Packers quarterback Lynn Dickey. Or uh, H. Uh, Barbara Bush. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah, oh, that was a curveball. How nice about work that? On that one. You know, actually, um, also, I found this. Uh, I found this online. There's a White Sox player in the 1940s whose name was literally Johnny Dickshot, <laughs> and never sent one. Uh, what about uh, former? Uh, was he a kind? Not a kind. Dick Phelan. Oh, oh my gosh, that's right, Dick Phelan. Dick Divine. Remember Dick Divine? Yeah, yeah. None of those um, guys felt it necessary to send it. Well, I I hope Mr. Weiner can 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 get some peace. Me too. Don't you think? Yes. Uh, he can move in with Brianna and Jalen now, because <laughs> they've all three of them have went viral over the last. You know. Hey, have they gone? Have they moved back to Chicago? Or are they are they? No, or, Arizona, they're never they're coming there. to Chicago again, right? The, no, they're. I I I hope they do. Well, you know what? If they do. People are just gonna—they're—they're they're sensation. They're just gonna get punched in the face getting off the plane, <laughs> right? I mean, um, all right. What well, other minutiae you got for us this week? So, you've got kids, right? I do. What are, what are um, like when your kids were twelve? So what? Sean is thirteen, right? Going to yep. be fourteen in like a week. Um, when Sean was twelve, or when your kids were twelve, now you don't have girls, but you know what? What, what were their hobbies? Computers, right? Video games, baseball, yeah. that kind of thing. Right, right, right. Uh, my girls, their hobbies are, you know, well, Aaron loves sports and Julia likes the American Girl dolls and that kind of thing. And Lila, you know, makeup, fashion and whatever. Well, there is a uh, 12-year-old girl from Philadelphia. Her name is Mackenzie McCarty. And guess what her hobby is? Uh, her um... Taxidermy, Rick. <laughs> of course. So what Mackenzie McCarthy, now not just any taxidermy, uh, she specializes in dead rodent taxidermy. Well, those are the easiest to find. Well, yes, I guess you're right. Uh, So maybe it's a financial decision. Yeah. Maybe it's efficiency. But what Mackenzie does is she collects dead rodents and she never kills the rodents. They make sure that you know this in this article that she never, ever kills the rodents. But she goes to pet shops where there's dead rodents. Now, granted... I don't think I want to go to a pet shop that has dead animals, right? But evidently oh, she has boy. found uh, – so she goes to pet shops and she sees – you know, like you say, on the, on the side of the road or whatever. And she 
scoops out their little brains. In fact, she has a she has a tool called her little brain scooper. She, you know, she, I guess you, I don't know, what do you do? You, you cut their belly and you scoop out all their organs and stuff, and she fills them with cotton, the the abdomen and the bodies with cotton and the brain, and she sews them back up, and um, that's kind of creepy enough, right? I mean, yeah. having mm-hmm. right. But then what this kid does is she puts them, she makes like mobile, or is it mobile, not mobile, what is it, dioramas. Is that what it's called, diorama? Oh, yeah. You know, and she puts them into like little scenes. She's got these, like, for instance, she loves movie scenes. Um, So she did one of like that, you know, of Greece. Like, for instance, she and she takes the little dead animals that she has, that she has taxidermied. She puts little clothes on them like doll clothes or whatever they're mice and then she makes like the background of grease or put like puts like uh you know a uh 57 chevy in the background oh or whatever my gosh. and she makes these scenes and she's done it for uh she's done it for she does it for holidays she did a <laughs> a uh st patrick's day theme one where there's a rainbow you know and a pot of gold and a dead mouse sticking on top of it wow so now what I'm thinking is, I mean, this. I, first of all, I think this kid is brilliant, but I want to give her ideas for other oh, okay. yeah, scenes sure. that she could do. Um, what about the? Remember the hyper the 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 scene in Pulp Fiction where the drug dealer sticks a knife or not a knife, the hypodermic needle in the heart of That's Uma a good. Thurman? Well, there's all kinds of scenes in that movie. Maybe the uh, the uh, the freak uh, in the basement where he's yeah. got like the. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> he's got the full mask on, right? right Although right. you know, then you can't see the taxidermy work. Well, that's true. Um, but also, what about getting a little bit more? Uh, I don't know, uh, pensive. The opening scene in *Inglorious Bastards*. Ooh, yes. You, with a little bottle, you get a little bottle of milk from the American Girl store. I mean, you, you, I was in the American Girl store the day before yesterday. They got miniature everything there. You know, how was um, it? How was your visit there? Did you enjoy your visit to the American Girl store? You know, one thing that I noticed, um, first of all, there's 90. If you're a single, if you're a single guy and want to pick up a woman with a small child who more than likely is married anyway. So it's probably not a real good prospect list, but there's women everywhere. Right. Obviously. And then every once in a while you see a guy and we all have this thousand yard stare <laughs> walking around. American Girl doll. And we all have the same face. And when we make eye contact, we both got to do the nod like, you know, another 20 minutes and we're out of here. You know, <laughs> hang in there, buddy. <laughs> yeah. And it is. It's like, the, you know, how you mentioned the Vietnam, you know, the, how how Brianna took the, you know, it is. It's like us getting each other over the finish You're line. a baller. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're, we're American Girl ballers. Uh, wow. Uh, I got a couple of other scenes you want to hear? Yeah, um, oh, yeah, sure. What about... Um, Iconic American uh, photographs like Iwo Jima with little mice. What Very do you think? nice. Um, the, uh, the, the 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 Times Square uh, kiss. kiss. I, I thought of that as well. How about uh, little little dead mouse Oswald getting shot by little dead Jack Ruby? <laughs> Not bad. Uh, what what about? Uh, you think that she could prop the mouth open? You know, like uh, like Oswald's got that. Oh, I've just the, been the Yeah, you get a bad sweater and you put him on there. The hat, to put the little fedora hat on on Ruby. Yeah. Uh, what about? And now we're just coming off of the Olympics. What about that iconic scene of uh, the two runners, the Black Power? Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. It may not 
may not work with white mice. I think you'd probably have to get a. Or you could dark. do like a Michael Phelps and right. shave the uh, shave <laughs> the top half of the mouse and put like purple welts all over it. <laughs> right. Good. That's good. Uh, my favorite, though. Well, I got two favorites that I thought of: the Joe Pesci Ray Liotta scene in Goodfellas. Yeah. But remember that iconic scene in uh, Rebel Without a Cause, James Dean tearing at his shirt, you know, you're tearing me apart. You know that, that yeah. scene? Yeah. That I think would be great. With but the, the, the stuffing may come out I, she, of the mouse. You know what? She seems to know what she's doing. Yeah. Okay. So um, imagine so that. I'm, imagine that uh, conversation with her, with her dad. You know, like yeah, over no. the breakfast table. Daddy, can we go get some more dead mice today? <laughs> yeah. Oh, jeez, right. honey. Right. Right. I'm doing on the waterfront, <laughs> Dad. I'm I'm doing your favorite movies, Dad. You know. Uh, well, this is completely as an aside and really not related. Um, but it's minutia. If you go on YouTube. You can get Lego. You can you can plug in anything like Kennedy assassination in Lego, and I swear that is somebody. There is somebody that has done a recreation of like the Kennedy assassination in stop animation yeah. with like with Lego pieces. Yeah, I've seen some of those. You, you have sent me uh, a few of them. I believe you sent me uh, Beatles on uh, Beatles on Sullivan. Yeah, yeah they're not yeah. bad. So that's my uh, taxidermy minutia. <laughs> that's, so that's good. I like that. Well, that means it's time for uh, our next segment. Time now for a collection of Cub Geekness. This is Just One Bad Century. With Rick and Dave. Okay, this this week, Dave, in Just One Bad Century, which in case you're a new listener to the show, uh, Just One Bad Century is our website about the Cubs. <clears throat> and it's a, it's a kind of a geek's paradise, really. Uh, a Cubs geek paradise. And one of the things that I like to do is go back in time to uh, famous historical events and see what the Cubs were doing on that day. Who doesn't? Exactly. It's a typical thing that most people do. But today, Dave, this there's the the, the listing of the things that happened in history uh, are so interesting. I want to go the reverse, okay? I'm going to tell you the Cubs history and then you try to guess what happened on that day. And it's and it's today? Or is it's it, this week. Is it, All okay. of these happened this week in history. All right. Oh, so you're kind of throwing you're throwing me a curveball. I am. Uh, oh, good baseball uh, reference. Oh yeah. All right. On August 28th, 1963, the uh, Cubs beat the Phillies eight to. No, I'm sorry. The Cubs lost eight to seven to the Phillies as future Cub Johnny Callison hit homer in the seventh inning. What happened on that day? August 63. Yep. Well, my. Mother was probably uncomfortable because her son David was about to be born oh, in fourteen two weeks. Um, Sixty three August. Uh, well, November was Kennedy. August sixty three. I don't know. Was there an astronaut thing going on or something? Martin or? Luther King. I have a dream. I oh. have a dream speech. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, <clears throat> August twenty ninth, nineteen fifty eight. Future Cub Larry Jackson gets a win for St. Louis in a 7-5 to five game. Now, a lot of the Cubs have lost all of these games. Too. <laughs> no, but in this one, he, he got to win. What happened in Gary, Indiana on August 29, 1958? I'll give you the town just to make it a little easier. Michael Jackson was born. Very good. <clears throat> on August 30th, 1880. Pitcher Larry Corcoran, in his first season with Chicago, takes the loss. He has started 23 of the last 24 games for the Cubs. 
Oh my God, are you serious? <laughs> yes. What else happened on that day? And it happened, uh, let's see, out west somewhere. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. So he pitched in 1880. They had a guy pitch every day, basically. Yeah, pretty much. Wow. He was, that was so, his position. He was the pitcher. And Dusty Baker was the manager, right? <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> um, and the next season, he did the towel drill all year. Right, right, right. right. But, it, but his jersey sold great. Yeah, uh, you'll never guess this one. Um, on that day, Apache Chief Diablo, who had vowed to work with the white man, was killed by his fellow Apaches. <laughs> <coughs> Okay. I'm going to give you one more. Uh, there's a, there's there's too many of these, but this one I think you will uh you will appreciate. Uh September 1st, 1939. Cubs are in Brooklyn playing a doubleheader against the Dodgers. They split two games. Larry French wins his 11th game in the uh, season opener or in the uh, in the opener of that doubleheader. Well, it's got to be a Hitler related thing. 39 August 1st, uh September 1st. Or September 1st, 39. Did Adolf decide that he wanted another country of some sort? Yes. Uh, Which one? Was it Poland? It is Poland. Very (laughs) good. Congratulations. So that's that's this week's Cubs trivia. And it's now time for Celebrity Potpourri. A random name pulled out of Rurik's bowl of brushes with celebrities. Mixture. Collection. Selection. Assemblage. Medley. Assortment. Variety. Time now for Celebrity Potpourri with Rick and Dave. Okay, the way Celebrity Potpourri works is Dave uh, reaches his hand into uh, our bowl of celebrity names. These are all people that I have met over the years as a radio producer and host. And Dave likes hearing these stories, so he asks me to tell them. So this is one of we... my favorite. Uh, and, I, and, and again, a little piece of minutiae, I, I picked Bob Newhart, who I love. Okay. And, you know, they when he did his television show... His he lived in an apartment on Sheridan Road, right? Edgewater, uh, exactly. Oh, it maybe all the, comes together. Exactly. So, uh, but Bob Newhart, I love Bob Newhart. Yeah, and you could tell by the, that opening credits of that show what a scary neighborhood that was. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> anyway, Bob Newhart. So I've interviewed him a couple of times. Um, one time I interviewed him about the Cubs. Um, and did you know that he was? Uh, at the 1945 victory parade when they came home after they clinched the pennant? No. So the, wait, 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 wait. They did a parade before they won the World Series? Well, it wasn't really a parade. It was kind of like a welcome home. They all went to the train station and they met the Cubs as oh, they okay. arrived back into okay. town as as uh, victorious people. <clears throat> So I thought uh, that was cool. But my uh, my Bob Newhart story that I want to tell you is one that happened on the phone. And uh, we had just started doing this show at WJMK, John Landecker show. And we it, that that radio station didn't have any equipment for a, a, like a real morning show. They just played music before that, really. And so they had to install a phone system for us. They didn't even have a phone system in the studio. And and then they had to install something for us to record phone calls so we could do some of these celebrity interviews because they wouldn't let us do them live because that would be crazy. Oh, what yeah. could even anything could happen? <laughs> yeah. Well, as it turns out, it was a good thing that they did that because uh, as we were trying to tape this interview with Bob Newhart, uh, every time I put it on hold, 
it would disconnect. Right? So I'm, okay. I'm on the phone with Bob Newhart. Hang on a second, Bob. Uh, we'll be right with you. Put him on hold. Gone. I call him back. <laughs> like, I'm really sorry. I hung up on you. I got a new phone system. Uh, it's a, uh, yeah, right. Yeah. I'm going to try it again. Yeah. Uh, please hold. And I'll be right with you. Boom. It happened six times. <laughs> and in various different ways. I brought in like the production guy. I'd have him come in. All right. Now, this time when I put you on hold, it's <laughs> it's going to be fine because the pro is here. He knows what's going on. The engineer is here. Ready? Put you on hold. Gone. <laughs> was he, he must have gotten a kick out of it. Was he well, here's the thing. You know, I thought he was getting really pissed because when I would call him back, he'd be like, ah, yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. But it turns out that he thought we were doing a fun. We're sorry. You have reached a number that has been disconnected or is no longer in service. If you feel you have reached this recording in error, please check the number and try your call again. The proceeding was a presentation of the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Find our other great shows on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and at radiomisfits.com. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. This has been a presentation of Old Pie Productions. Tony, can you shut up? The Untitled Hour with Hot Doug and the Hitmaker. Uh, I'm the Hitmaker. I'm Hot Doug. Uh, Hot Doug asked me... Hitmaker, what's the secret to great comedy? Hitmaker, what's timing? The ah, that's the kind of gold you'll only hear on the Untitled Hour, mm-hmm. or by going to see Shecky Green. <laughs> if only, love Shecky Green. Great Talk Radio isn't dead; it just moved to a better place. Radiomisfits.com. dot